Hey guys, I just had an amazing chat with Arjun Rastogi from Nagin Sauce. Uh, we spoke about all the different kinds of sauces they create. My favorite ones, by the way, out of all the sauces I've tried, chili oils, Nagin is my favorite. We spoke about lockdown, marriages, and dogs, and how lockdown can have a very large impact on marriages and dogs, and how a dog can have an impact on marriages and vice versa, which was a spicy little topic. We also spoke about comfort versus solution. Imagine that in a conversation with a founder who makes sauces and a founder who is running a laboratory, right? So that was a very interesting conversation, and we spoke about fifteen other things, all of which made me smile at the end that we were able to have such a wide variety of conversations in such a short period of time. Do not miss this podcast. Go listen to it. Arjun, before we start, I have to share something with you. you have turned me into an addict <laughs> and your it started with your simple sauce like this is chili sauce the nagin chili sauce the mm-hmm. original one and whenever i used to buy used to buy like 2 to 3 3 bottles and i've never finished a bottle in 2 weeks before chili sauce is something that used to come to the house year two years and then it's expired and you toss it kind of a thing but nagin uh, the your original sauce was something that every 2 weeks me alone used to finish a bottle like anything i have i'm going to add nagin to it and i thought that was the best you all could do then you went ahead and introduced the crispy chili oil and that just blew my mind every house office everywhere that i eat food in my fridge and i will show you today and we can actually have a picture guys <laughs> later on for the fridge right There is a <laughs> crispy chili oil bottle, and I put it in everything. Amazing, amazing. My kids have gotten so addicted to it, even though it's too spicy for them. They add a little bit in ev- like idli, dosa, yeah, crispy chili oil, omelet. So hey, any kind of food. I think only food I've not put it in is Thai, because that okay. that flavor may not really go. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I've tried it with that also, but right, but. I think you've created an insane product. So before we come to Nagin, I want to know a little bit more about your past. Like, what did you do before Nagin? Before Nagin, um, so I was just one of those, uh, you know, good boys. Like, you study finance and accounting and all these things. You go to commerce. You do all of those things. Um, got the opportunity to study abroad. Mm-hmm. I was uh, uh, studying in Philadelphia. Oh, nice! And uh, graduated in the credit crisis, as one does, you know, with a little bit of luck in life. So. um decided to go down the tax and management consulting route cuz finance wasn't really a thing at the time mm. um or really a realistic option uh worked there for a couple of years moved back to india and then somehow got into the agency game okay uh we wanted to do csr consulting but then realized that we were too young for people to take us seriously in it um i still don't think that's a valid argument <laughs> but like fair enough um and then we kind of spun that off into social media and digital marketing and that sort of when the whole marketing and like content and like the the getting into like numbers and all that other fun stuff like data sets and mm. stuff like that mm. that's where that kind of started um after that worked on a couple of independent projects and then started another agency with my second co-founder from Nagin so shithij mm. and me were looking to do like uh, an agency called double thing media okay. which we we bound up all of that stuff to focus on Nagin later and then and A lot of this is also because we met uh, Michael mm. to have a discussion on food. So Michael is um, our third co-founder. Mm. He was working on, so he was doing QSR. So mm. he had Francesco's Pizza in Bombay. Oh, nice! Yeah, fantastic, fantastic food. So he knows his food, obviously. Mm. Um, and we had a little bit of the, 
you know, marketing and like the agency side of things going together. So kind of just pulled together a whole bunch of resources mm. and yeah. Came and and with, what, came what was the origin story behind starting a sauce? So this is actually a really funny one because like Shritij and me went to, uh, well, okay. So Shritij and me have been trying to figure out at this point, um, let's figure out great content. So like great Indian bake-off, Chalo, why don't we do that? Or we're looking at hot ones in the US. We're like, that's a really good format. Um, and then he meets Mikhail at a party, I think. And the two of them went to school together. So he's just trying to pitch. He's like, you're in food. I've got some food content ideas. Let me talk to you about it. He's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me talk to you about food. And then he's just like, whoa. Okay, let me talk to my co-founder. Mm. We'll mm. figure this out. We'll meet mm. about it. Um, and then we discussed hot sauce. Randomly, all three of us in our own individual weird experiences in college mm. all found a love for hot sauce at mm. some point mm. in time. Mm. Um, we also did some introspection. We're just like, what is left to do? Mm. Everyone's done everything. <laughs> you know, so um, we said, okay, fine. Maybe maybe Indian hot sauce is, is the way to go. Like, I mean, we love hot sauce. Mm. Like, there's so many amazing different flavors. Like, but who's done like a great Indian hot sauce? Maybe that's something we should mm. try. So mm. um, that was a great starting point. Um, yeah, like that was that was definitely. And, and how did the name Nagin? Yeah. Because Nagin has nothing to do with hot sauce yeah. or sauce or food. Or does it? Or does it have <laughs> or everything I don't know. to do with I it? I don't know. You tell me. No, so so I um so I'll give full credit to Mikhail for this one. Hmm. So it seems like he he <laughs> he 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 watched like the Bangladesh cricket team or someone do like a Nagin dance after someone took a hat trick like in 2018 or 17 or something okay and being the type of person that he is he was just like oh man like nagin sauce sounds like something someone should make so he goes and buys the domain nagansauce.com he just squats on it for mm. like a year year and mm. a half until eventually this conversation comes up and he's just like by the way i've got a name i think it should be nagin and i was just like this is like possibly the worst idea i've ever heard in my entire life but we just started this conversation 30 minutes ago. Let's not kill it dead or whatever. Like, oh, cool. Like, that sounds great. And you go home and then you try and like, or try and sleep on it and rack my brain. Like, can I think of something better? Can I think of something better? And there should have been 8 million things better. And then, you could have no, anything no, better. No, 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 no. It's just like, no, I mean, like, the, the sauce will have some bite. Like, huh. saap dasta hai. Huh. Like, nagit's like a fun mood in the country. Huh. Like, there's songs, there's movies, there's TV shows, there's dances there's god yeah. knows what like i mean why not a hot sauce like nagin doesn't have to be snake nagin can just Correct. be fun right so love it so that was the start of it i'll give him full credit for it for for the name i thought it was like definitely an odd choice but then like once you start thinking about it, it's just like okay cool like if if the rule is supposed to be you have to hear something 23 times before you remember i'm pretty sure you don't need to hear nagin 23 times to remember so it is funny how sometimes the weird names yeah kind of grow on you Absolutely. Right? So we started this uh, thing called Food Founders Ecosystem. Okay. And this is supposed to have, uh, you know, like um, a masterclass. It's supposed to have vendor partners. It's also supposed to have a job portal mm -hmm. where as a founder, food founder, you can post a job. Now, gotcha. the other side of this equation is where people need to apply. Now, yeah. it can't be food founder ecosystem where they apply. So we have to Correct. create a job portal where people can apply an app. So we ran a, and as we always do anything internally, hey guys, please suggest names. So mm. we got a bunch of names, chat GPT, of course, help, like, you know, food, job, network, and this and that and that. And I got a very weird, I mean, and this is one of the choices uh, where I said, hey, you know what, give me a weird name. Yeah. So one of the name was Nom Nom Jobs. <laughs> and I put it up on the board. So these are like 10 names and Nom Nom yeah. is the last one. And it's the only weird one. Yeah. And everyone was, and then we normally, what we do is when we do this, we normally twiddle down maybe five and then we vote around the room. Yeah. 
what do you like what do you like what everybody's kind of put marks ahead whichever the one wins it wins and uh, so we did that exercise for nom nom it was only me yeah everyone else had voted for other things and we said okay okay let's let's sit on this for a little bit and then a couple of weeks later again we met because we actually had to now roll yeah. out the name get the logos and all in place we had selected something else but i'm like it was kind of some food job network i'm like one second that's the name of the app like that's just that's not settling with me i'm yeah, like guys that, yeah, let's yeah. so i kind of explained to them why like hey guys look at zomato let's look at swiggy let's look at no, nothing to do with mm-hmm. now nah, again it's nothing to do with the yeah. sauce it's just a name that you remember yeah. a name you can refer easily kind of flows off your tongue you can search for it easily two it has to be searchable like we had not yeah. done that filter before like if you go on the app store and search for food connect network or food job there are like 50 other things nom nom jobs and i we did that search didn't have any f- competition yeah by the end of that 45 minutes everyone had was like you know what all right let's that's do nom nom one, yeah. and so that's how we kind of settled on nom nom right so sometimes the funny mm-hmm. ones can be you know oh, memorable yeah right uh, you started this in 2018 2018 was when we had this conversation hmm. um we sealed it with like nagin emojis in a whatsapp group <laughs> that's still what the whatsapp group is called like but uh, yeah and then 2019 is when we started like it took us the better part of a whole year to get to wrap our heads around okay cool what should it taste like what should the features be if you're hmm. going to call it an indian hot sauce what does that even mean hmm. you know so there was a lot of like uh mental sort of like okay what is the what is the aspect of this that we want to bring out what's mm. going to make it special mm. and you overthink everything, everything before you start right like um partially because you just want to challenge your own assumptions a little bit and partially because you had one or two conversations with potential investors mm-hmm. and that, <laughs> and that makes you absolutely need to get your uh, mm-hmm. are we allowed to curse a little bit yeah of course no, no, i just <laughs> want to say shit like, get your shit together, <laughs> your shit right? together um so 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 that's basically what happens and and um yeah and then and then we just got into trying to figure out how this could work out and mm. i think we just realized that we all like the same things we sort of stumbled on it it's mm. not like we talked about it and said oh yeah we all love the same thing let's do this i think we just discovered it along the way and i think that's something that is sort of true for food like good food is just good food for most people like you'll never please everyone all the time and this is pro- I mean, for anything but like in more often than not people love good food and like everyone's on the same page on what is good food so mm. we just sort of gravitated towards the same things and that really helped you know like kind of like take things and uh, <clears throat> whenever we start a food venture mm. right it can sometimes be so subjective because you may love it now you don't know hey is mm. everyone else going to love it right yeah. like because many a times you may not be your own customer yeah and this is something i learned from arjun vaidya from dr vaidya and he's like hey i was selling these ayurvedic medicines and we are not the audience like he's yeah. he's like south bombay is a separate country yeah that's not the audience for this thing right yeah. like the number of orders from south bombay for dr vedas may have been like one or zero yeah. or maybe his yeah. house to yeah. test out right it's the rest of india but then getting that insight like hey you know you are may not you may not be your own customer did that ever cross you in your mind or you're like okay this is i am the customer and this is a product i love and it happened to be everyone loved it or did you design it based on market feedback um great question i mean a little bit of both actually to be honest like um i think we're used to seeing so the vanity in the what we wanted to do was when we figured out a couple of these stats right like i mean all of us had the same experience growing up where it's like red chili sauce green chili sauce and it's in the fridge and we've got 3000 strains of chilies maybe more in this country and worldwide like it's what chipotle habanero harissa jalapeno these are the guys Correct. that's like worldwide famous Correct. um and in india we've got like 3000 and only certain people know certain chilies from their certain areas 
and and for the regular consumer it's just red and green that's it and and i had the same experience you were talking about earlier it's just like you buy it like it's 30 rupees you put it in your fridge 16 months later you go and oh it expired 4 months ago you throw it in the trash and within 24 hours the next one's already there right we just said look like that's clearly not something that's there that's like salt and pepper you just keep it because it's the done thing to do so we want to make a flavor that people actually sort of enjoy and then we're like okay cool but what's that going to be then it can't be like this uh vinegar pepper water tabascoy kind of like you know sort of consistency or flavor so we said let's try and do what any people love you know like nice thick sauce like little creamy whatever sort of feel like a chili garlic sort of feels um so the original was actually inspired by the vada pav the little bit of sweet little mm. bit of something else like the vada pav masala oh, whatever else nice. yeah yeah i mean i don't taste it now but the fact that it was inspired from there led us to this point which is pretty fantastic um and how how are you innovating at nagin Um, again is it customer based innovation mm-hmm. or is it internal you have like a chef or is it you guys yeah. involved yeah. How, how so so we started off thinking okay this is what i think other people will love because mm. we just didn't have the wherewithal and the bandwidth and the money and the whatever else to do like this massive market study but within like a year or two you start hearing feedback from people so we did like this really every one sauce fits all kind of thing that's the original and then this super kadak like the bhoot like you know so all the spice lovers found us as at the mm. bhoot level and the general public sort of found us at the original level and all the original guys are like look the booth is too much all the booth guys are like original is too mild so and they say why don't you all have a green chili sauce so in through just piecing all of this together we're like okay cool how about a green chili sauce that's somewhere in the middle that these guys can move up to those guys can move down to um and if we just keep like a slightly different flavor maybe we come up with something that's exciting and that's sort of so yeah absolutely now it is very customer driven mm. like even down to like consistency they're like oh man it's not so flowy anymore and then you like kind of okay fine maybe i can add 5% more water or something like that to just give nice. it that consistency but yeah like very very much a uh, a uh, uh, feedback driven at this point yeah and uh, when you create products mm-hmm. before a person sees your product they see your bottle yeah and your bottle is very unique the shape mm-hmm. the branding both are extremely unique right where did that happen like do you have a in-house team that does that is an outside team you work with how, how did you go around to the branding piece we actually did a whole bunch of versions um and once upon a time this is like in that 2018 19 period we settled on one that we absolutely love we said look let's just own the snake it's like this little jhatak colors and everything and then we tried it out in like you know a couple of like you know auntie g's weighed in with their opinions and all and they're just like this is horrible and we're like what are you talking about like eight people in a row back to back said they absolutely love it and then auntie g was just like no i don't want a snake staring at me on the table and i was like oh my god like, <laughs> that's not going to work out so then we decided to go down with a slightly different approach mm. eventually tried this really funky digital collage thing and then realized later that when you're doing so much you're actually doing nothing mm. so because there's no one memor- memorable element because there's so many elements and then we said oh god now we got to simplify it so it's just i think we made every mistake a human can make like or anyone can make in a journey i'm pretty sure we made it <laughs> i think we just got better at making them and having like a lower impact negative impact on mistakes mm-hmm. or like fixing them faster but i don't think we're yeah i think we make a few less mistakes now but it's just part of what you're doing but right? that's the experience right yeah that, that, that's ex- what exactly experiences on. which is you it's not uh, you know many people say that mistakes are opposite of success or failure yeah. is opposite of success it's not the opposite it's a part it's of it's the part right? of the process yeah and the minute you embrace that things start changing because so many people don't try new things 
because they're like, oh, if we try something new, it'll break and it will be a failure for us. Yeah. Like, how will you learn new things if you don't break something? Absolutely. Like, how do you make a cake without breaking a few eggs kind yeah. of a thing, right? Yeah. So, you could go retail, you could go D2C when you start. Mm-hmm. What did you start with? Um, we said we'll do both okay. um, and which is a little odd to a couple of people. Mm. I mean, I think they were just like, but why are you looking to do retail? Like, this is a, why are you trying to build a business for like 1990? It's 2019, right? And it's like, but, still like the vast majority of India are still happy to shop in like stores right yeah. they like physical touch and yeah. feel um, and, then, and then of course the pandemic came like as it does right for everyone so um, it, it was pretty brutal in that sense that like all your plans kind of went out of the window and you barely had a chance to like set up your operation so it's not like you had a system mm. and you had to find a way to do it a little differently we barely had any systems and like you had to like piece all of that together remotely Um but yeah, like to 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 answer your question, I think we kind of just went like in a couple of different directions. Mm. We just said, look, like we don't know what's going to work. Mm. Um, let's try digital. Let's try this. And then by by necessity, we had to do a lot more digital. I don't think we were really dumb by mm. trying to do retail at the Not start any more than we are smart for doing retail today because the whole. Like everyone sort of changed their tune in the last couple of years. Like, oh man, retail is like where the profitability is and all. And 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 yeah, sure. And like that's also where the numbers are. But why do people get into these stigmas? I'm not really understanding. Like go with your comfort zone. That's totally cool. But like there's no rule for these things. Like I think and and great insight on the doctor where they It's like you really don't know where your where your customers are going to come from sometimes. Like I was shocked to find out that we're doing really well in like Ranchi. Or, or in like pockets of, of UP, mm. in like, but not the whole of UP, just mm. pockets of UP. And then just like, who would imagine this stuff? Like, and you don't know it until you try it. And like, when you try stuff, you're going to bomb a few things. Of course. Yeah. A lot yeah. of things. A lot you're of things. Bomb a lot of things. <laughs> so <laughs> w- what is your mix today? Like between D2C and retail is like 50-50, is 60-40? So online's actually transitioned downwards. Okay. So D2C is that it's lo- all time low at the moment. Okay. Um, mostly because we're trying to just chase the right channel which gives us the best return and if that channel is changed from like say d2c to qcom or qcom to ecom ecom to like groceries or whatever it is like we're just going to follow wherever the wherever the roi is um and maybe there comes a moment where someone capitalizes us so well that we kind of do everything all at once and we don't care but like until that moment comes you kind of pick your battles of course absolutely. yeah and and the idea is to kind of so just do if that i thing. remember correctly the first time i bought nagin was from your website but after that, yeah. it has always been from then e-com and then Quickcom. Yeah, that's been the regular And now, now it's almost always Quickcom because yeah. it's just, you want it's it like, convenient. oh, my boss is getting a click, click. 10 minutes later, here's my new. It's too like, convenient. It's too convenient. Because if you want like the most seamless experience and you want trust built into it and everything, maybe you'll do Amazon if you want it in 15 minutes or you're just like used to that convenience economy. Maybe you do like a Qcom. It's rare that people go to the website. Like website works for us as like a point of discovery. Hmm. But I think where the customers keep coming back is a point of convenience for them. Like if they're regularly ordering on Amazon, they'll just add it on. If they're ordering a Qcom, they'll just add it on. If they're going to Nature's Basket, they'll add it on. So in many ways, we're just like an awareness funnel in like the promotion, marketing and all of that other fun stuff. Um, And website is playing its part. Like we get a lot of like inbound lead gen from B2B and all also. So it's got its own, you know, world of of, of possibilities. Um, But but yeah, like nothing, nothing so set in stone. Were you... when you started the website and mm-hmm. started going D2C, mm-hmm. what was a metric that you looked at 
to determine hey is this something i want to downplay because hey you can spend 500 rupees also yeah on facebook instagram google or you can spend a lakh rupees also and maybe more right yeah. what what metric did you look to see ki hey you know what i'm spending a lakh i need to make it 50 or i'm spending 50 i need to make it 10 what were you looking at um i think what we were looking at at the start was um what kind of frequency can we get from customers because mm. only when we understood the first round of frequency which could have happened in two weeks if all customers were amazing like you um or it may be three months if they bought the booth and it's not a lot of people mm. or something so mm. we needed to understand what that cycle was like mm. and until then you just got to commit to your process or whatever but once we figured that out we realized if you don't have like a power user of some kind Our portfolio is just way too small. Like it's too small for me to keep spending on D two C, where your cost of acquisition is so high, but the average order value is going to be like yeah big because it takes like a month or two for people to finish it. Like so, I had a lot of envy for other people's products where I'm just like, oh man, you just open a bag of chips and it's over in three minutes. Like I hate you, you know. And it's not a glass bottle and it weighs like eighteen grams, man. Like I mean, what does that even mean? Like you don't have any of my challenges. um but but i think over time you kind of piece that together you're just like okay cool maybe this is not necessarily the greatest channel for me maybe it can be once we get to a subscription program maybe it can be once our portfolio reaches 10 12 15 um but until that moment like let's just play it out the way it is did you ever experiment with subscription because sauce on subscription we are going to very oh, yeah? soon at least like yeah okay. but but but, but in, it's it's a couple of different ways right okay. like i mean um so there's the couple of folks uh, that like a lot of people are used to the yeah. amazon version of it like the subscribe and save so it's one product but like fixed intervals mm. um i think the one that really excites me is like uh, uh, the model that i've tried got a chance to try abroad which is mm. more like a Hey, you trust me. You like me, and I'm just gonna put out this kit, and you're gonna trust me to send you one amazing random thing every month. That sounds not, interesting. Yeah, not everyone is into it. I understand that. It might start like really yeah. small, but if you're a foodie and you love stuff, like I'm, I know I signed up for a beer version of this once upon a time because not in India. Not in India. Ah, okay, so thank you. It's like that sounds awesome, man. Like send me six new beers every month, and don't even tell me what it is. I might hate like half of them, but that's okay. Like because at the time I was just like, oh cool, I'm happy to try out beers, right? So maybe. Sources follow something similar. You can do different things. You can experiment. Um, and so when you so launch many... a sauce version, customer oh, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I want to be customer Consider one. Like you, launch, you tell me <laughs> website's going live in five minutes. I will done. be. I want to be order number one for your subscription because that's that's down my alley. Like yeah. if you open my uh, um, fridge in my house, mm-hmm. I'm a power user of crispy chili oil. Amazing. But now everybody knows I love crispy chili oil, mm-hmm. and I like mm-hmm. not again. But they also know I like crispy chili oil. Mm. I kid you not, there are six of them. Yeah. in there different different ones yeah, i found yeah, something yeah. in goa which was a prawn yeah. chili oil and yeah, somebody yeah, else yeah. there's a couple of new ones which are coming to the market yeah. and nowadays i get a lot of these like trial boxes and people of kind of sending stuff yeah. so i have those in there as well and uh, most of these guys happen to be our customers as well so sometimes they're coming to office they're like oh since they come yeah. to meet me they'll give me a box right nice. and uh, the point is mm. so i actually wanted to do this thing and just for fun mm. like and i wanted to do this with coffee and mm-hmm. i wanted to do this with uh, chili oil where there are four five six different chili oils at different mixes and call 20 30 40 founders food yeah. founders yeah. and just have like a little like a fun combination yeah. thing so today morning i was talking to somebody about uh, doing this with coffee okay coffee with normal coffee with orange juice with gin with uh, one more tonic water and something and something and something and there's this group i'm on Where people are discussing this, and they're like, "Hey, let's rate this, and you know, how did you try this?" I'm do you like, ever decide say, to do this? I mean, yeah, and consider us like 
definitely a part of this like wholesale yeah this be i yeah. think it'll be like a fun thing to have For and just sure. i mean like For sure. the whole gin thing right so i yeah. want to do something around gin so i think That's sector gin is uh, you know we know sector gin i mean you know all these you know newer greater yeah. and all these guys i want to do something around gin and purely fun no commercials no you know, i love hearing people who are like become connoisseurs over time like they'll talk about stuff that you just don't even think of it's just like like honestly like you mentioned gin is i don't think i could tell the difference between like most gins i can tell you between good and bad but once you're in the good category like doesn't make i don't have that much of an it and but there's some people no man it's got that note that this that's that is unbelievable like i love it love it love it so till 5 years ago i was not a gin person at all i would be more of whiskey and blah, yeah. blah, blah. but uh, in the last 5 years i started enjoying different kinds of gin so i at any point i have like 6 7 8 different gins and once i got introduced to gin fusion it's a whole different <laughs> oh, yeah? world and your palate just opens up completely right Amazing. and okay. so whenever you're doing the next gin night done you're going to be guest number one if i haven't killed all my taste buds from the sauces already <laughs> like i'll definitely yeah. so uh what's next like what's what's nagin product wise product wise generally? company wise mm-hmm. what's what what are you planning um we've got a whole bunch of new products uh, that we're in the works with like that might take like 4 5 months to come out still um but we're looking to get more into our idea of like the philosophy of like giving instant taste upgrades mm. so the idea is to just keep coming up with products that people can easily improve their food with mm. now the reason i identify so strongly with this is because I'm a pretty terrible cook. Like and 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 always have been in the past. I'm getting better now because there's good people around me so you just pick up a little bit by osmosis and covid kind of helped a little bit I guess but like I'm not great. Like you know like as a cook. So I need products mm. that can instantly make my food better mm. because either I don't have the patience or the talent. Like you know one of the two. One of the two. For for this and either way but I still want better food and I figure that there must be a ton of people exactly like me out there or maybe leave in lazy or whatever it is but like for it it doesn't matter why like um so the idea is to keep coming up with different flavors different mm. styles and maybe get into dips and dressings other sauces mm. um maybe couple of things on the masala side like i was about yeah. because when you said mm. instantly improve your food like it's going yeah. in the food uh i was thinking like a masala yeah. like a mixed yeah. masala like you know instantly like, like elevates like Absolutely. any kind of anything you're making you just quickly yeah. you know raise the flavor profile yeah and so i think that will be killer i'll send you some samples along I, the I'll way yeah say send <laughs> and i'll subscribe if you and this become part of the subscription thing no yeah, i think I hope if, so. if subscription takes off yeah it will even if you don't make money on it it will fund your r&d Yeah, it will put a gun on your head for R and D because now every month you need to have you something have new something to new put in. that thing in the box, right? Absolutely. Putting. Have you done anything which has put a gun to your head to innovate or to do something? Oh, all the time. We just make up fake deadlines all the time. But I think the thing is, uh, um, so I don't know when I read this, but mm-hmm. I just happened to realize that it's super true, at least for me. And I figured like it must be true for everyone. Is if someone asks you to come up with a plan and they give you three days, you will. you know instantly what you're thinking then you'll start researching then you'll pen some thoughts then you'll talk to a couple of people and you'll eat up roughly two and a half to three days and then you come back with hey but this is it and if you get if you give someone 3 hours they will give you an approximation of what they would have done in 3 days in those 3 hours like 95 98% of what they would have done in 3 days and it's just a matter of people will find a way to fill up the time given to them so if you just give them less time Yeah maybe they think you're unreasonable at the beginning but you also get the job done faster you get to iterate faster you get to like discuss it quicker so we do this all the time um sometimes successfully sometimes with joy sometimes you're ca- catching people kicking and screaming along the way 
but but i think after it's done everyone's just like oh yeah cool at least i mean we're done with it now and i just need to stop hearing about it being on the to do list constantly so a variety of reasons so there is a name for this principle i've, I've read the same thing amazing, and there's a name for it amazing. but I, i'm not able to get the name if we get the name let's pop it up on screen yeah for sure right uh, so the idea that whatever task will always fill up whatever time you give it yeah that could be 3 minutes 3 hours or 3 days or 3 months like you can take one hour to clean up this house or you can take a day or you can take a week yeah outcome will be almost 99% the yeah. same right yeah. uh, but this principle i think most founders don't land up using they need to understand the power of pressure mm. power of pressure can be used in so many different ways now un- some people will actually crack under it but some people will become stronger right they'll figure out a faster way of doing something it could be writing it could be editing it can be whatever like anything at work in sales the minute you give a deadline which seems unreasonable i think it pushes innovation absolutely if something normally takes 5 days and you give the person 5 days okay they're just going to do the regular way but yeah. it's supposed to take, it's in the traditionally taken 5 days and now you're like hey we have 5 hours and we need to do this it's going to push this thing so uh, i was doing this exercise with one of my mentors and uh, he said hey uh, can you watch your growth trajectory for next i said mm. this number okay so much percentage yeah he's like uh, can you do 10x in 2 years it's like what the hell are you talking about 10x in 2 years he's like no give me a plan of what you need to do to do 10x in 2 years and that's it that he's like before our next meeting do this and then come for the next meeting and i was like so that's crazy <laughs> but i took the challenge to my team yeah, i said guys yeah. if you have to do 10x in 2 years what do we need to do it was just a thought exercise yeah yeah but we came out with so many new things we came out with so many new ideas yeah. right like hey can we do this okay this product is not going to scale okay let's not work on that can we do this oh this will scale hey, can we okay but we need so much capital to do that yeah it got us thinking in a completely different way right so the whole 10x in 2 years is an activity now when i meet people mm-hmm. i have i literally use the same question yeah. to the person especially if that if they figured out the one and they're going from 1 to 10 then that journey this is the question that i always ask how if you have to do 10x in 2 years what would you do differently yeah and the minute you start thinking this through it gives you so much clarity on what of your which products will scale which lines will scale which channels will scale which incoming channels like a lead gen which is scalable which yeah. is not scalable yeah. right yeah. because 10x into is not easy at all by any means yeah. and it's putting the artificial deadline but so much productivity comes out of it what is a productivity hack that you use that has helped you tremendously I think the biggest one is um is like first of all you make your to-do list the evening before mm. not on the day off mm. like you don't mm. come into work and make your to-do list mm. you make it the evening before you leave nice it gives you more clarity on the way home it feels like you're taking out your thoughts and putting it on paper so mm. it sort of empties your mind a little bit you get a little more peace maybe that's just me mm. but at least the next day you're not wondering like oh now what do I do or whatever <laughs> it is and I think the I think this is a Mark Twain quote somewhere mm. but like The, I think it's he talked about like how you eat the frog right mm. like you mm. do the hardest mm. thing in the morning mm. because there's nothing more disgusting than that so you do it in the morning and then your whole day gets better from there so I think the idea is you do your most important things or the most frustrating things in your day you do it at the start and if you can somehow get the discipline to do that literally the rest of the day is a breeze um that one took a little while to get into because there's so much resistance to doing the hard task mm-hmm. right but then you realize after a point that you've done all the easy stuff all the fun stuff and the only thing left is everything important and now you have no time left and that's a terrible way to live like that may be the default way to study growing up as a kid you cram in at the last minute mm-hmm. but like that's not the way to do work 
right and i think that once you make that transition it really improves your life considerably and something you said my god like it it's so true it's like that you know the pressure makes diamonds and pressure bursts pipes right like i mean you throw someone in the deep end and they that sink or swim sort of thing right and you it's shocking how good people can be they it's like they don't even know themselves like you i don't even know like myself sometimes like what i'm capable of doing like and then you do it and then you say ooh ooh okay i guess you know even that's possible sometimes all you need is someone to say yeah i know you can do it you know <laughs> like so there's also a case to be made for a little pat in the back you know like that sort of like i don't know it just helps yeah i motivation and giving people an insight in what they're capable of i think are two uh, cornerstones of leadership right i, I remember having this conversation with uh, dr velumani who was one of my mentors and when i first met him he's like uh, his first question was when are you going to ipo i was like whoa like i was far that was the first question like, that was the first question when are you going to ipo and i'm like whoa, 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 whoa that is far away but it's not that far and he made he believed in me is like you can easily ipo and i'm like but why would i want to blah 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 you know we may reach the revenue but we may not want to ipo but he gave me the insights into why mm. so as as a mentor showing that what you're capable of and how you can get there earlier mm. is i think a big part and two having that faith having that belief that hey you try new things and it's okay to fail i know you can get there just somebody else believing in you adds so much more confidence behind your back yeah the the flip side of that is many people wait for that belief many people wait to be told this before they move the needle or before mm. they can you know mm, start mm, running mm. and which can become a big impediment so while i'm a huge believer that everyone should have at least one mentor i have eight mm. every everyone should have at least one but if you don't don't wait for that one mentor to start mm. right and yeah. uh, I, back in the day i had some you know uh, I, i had the privilege of spending some time with robin sharma he taught me a very like bunch of stuff but the yeah. one thing yeah. that stood out is power of visualization he said like, whatever you want to achieve just visualize it write it down draw it out whatever it yeah. is yeah so much power in it so much power in it two things happen one you remind yourself what you need to achieve and then every day like am i getting closer two you also land up sharing it with people see if i have a vision that's just here I can't really share it with you but if it's out here and it's you know like printed it's like imagine me having a vision here like hey what is this and you and I me explaining to you like oh I can help you get there yeah the funny part is everyone will help you if you ask for it yeah uh I was telling with this just before the interview started I was uh, sitting with an old friend uh, who heads subway in mm. India or actually uh, in Asia and I just happened to mention to him that hey you know what my dream guest would be uh you know kunal shah mm. and he's like oh i know him he's like what yeah and i'm now we are connected and hopefully i'll get kunal yeah. on the show and that would be incredible right i i never have fanboy no moments no pun intended <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh we should say incredible yeah. so mm-hmm. i didn't catch that but okay <laughs> and uh, it would be an incredible moment um the point is if you share stuff with people yeah it's v- people will buy into your dream and they want to make your dream come true even though it's your dream yeah right the other day i shared with somebody that hey i want to meet ratan tata mm somebody actually helped me figure out to do that the funniest one and this was by a long shot elon musk and i said you know what the three people i want to meet na 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 elon musk yeah it's completely outside our circle like yeah. just not in the same country not in yeah, the same yeah, continent yeah. this guy who is out of washi 
right? He's an entrepreneur. He was interviewing me and this is post-interview, right? And he's like, I can help you. I was like, what? What do you like? You can help me. He's like, my brother teaches in a university. Mm-hmm. And I should have written this down. I forgot the name of the university. He's like, Elon comes there as a guest speaker once a year. What? And he's like, I can get you as a guest speaker at the same time. So you guys are on the same campus. That last mile, you need Glad to figure, you figure it out. It out and this was just before the pandemic. So the pandemic hit, this whole conversation went dead. Now that I thought of it, and now that I'm saying this out loud, I am going to pick this conversation yeah, yeah, up yeah, with yeah, the guy. Absolutely need to. And that's if you're watching amazing. it, you better help me. And uh, you know, I'm going to pick this up again because that is again a dream for me. Is there any business relationship? Absolutely not. But when you're in presence of people like this, yeah. spending half an hour, one hour around people like this, like yeah. with Kunal, I'm, there's no way any business. I'm like, yeah. oh, invest. Like, I don't need money. I don't. Yeah. He's not my customer. Yeah. He's not going to connect me to customers. But the way he would think, the way he operates, even half an hour, one hour with people that way, whatever I've been able to absorb. Better than MBA, right? Anyone I, anyone I spend with people that's way. Yeah. The the kind of things you learn and could be subtle, subtle things, like the uh, over the weekend or actually on uh, Sunday, I was at, at Monday. I was at an event where I was sitting with Ankur. Okay. And we we had a lot of discussion. We were uh, two hours dinner and uh, we discussed social media, blah blah blah. And that wasn't my that my takeaway. My takeaway from him was two things. One, discipline. He is such a disciplined person. And I was shocked. We're sitting in Indian accent, one of the best restaurants in the country. Mm. He didn't have a morsel of food. And I was like, oh. And he's like, oh, 4.30 is my last meal. And 7 o'clock, so just warm water. And I was blown away. Yeah. To the simplicity, no air, no ego, nothing. And I said, hey, you know, what's the biggest challenge you're facing in your business? He's mm. like, nothing, zero challenge. It is simple. He's like, I've made it very process-driven. I have great people. I have created a lifestyle business. I can, me and my family can travel anywhere we want. All our folks can travel anywhere. It's all yeah. remote anyways. We can go anywhere we want. And it's simple. I just do great content. It's great. I mean, turns out to be great content. We figured out the sauce. And he's like, there's no difficulty running a startup. And he's run a couple yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. He's like, that is like pulling teeth. He's like running what he's doing now. He's like, I'm sorted. He's like 13 people team. He's like, if I do 20, I've done way too much. I don't want to cross many people. Okay. I was like, I love the simplicity of thought. And the advice when I asked him, I said, hey, building a personal brand, what advice can you give me? He's like 700 days of content. And you'll make it. And literally, before you came in, that's what I was asking with the team. Guys, 700 days, that's not that's two years. Yeah. My team yeah. was like, that's two years. Every day you're going to make content. I'm like, you know what? If you're serious about this, yeah, every day you have to make content. Or whatever, we shoot once in a week. But every day content has to go out. Yeah. That's a serious commitment, right? But he's been able to do that. And I didn't realize that he started this just before the pandemic. Like before that, he was just in his nearby yeah, yeah, yeah. group on and da da da. And look at where he's gone. And that was so inspiring, right? To like and what I learned from him wasn't about you know about the craft or something about how you know as Very a person, the discipline, yeah. right? <clears throat> who is somebody who has inspired you in business? And then anyone else who's inspired you in personal life. Ooh. How do you even pick one? Like, I mean, um, business-wise, like, I don't know. The first name that's coming to mind is, uh, uh, we talked about this like briefly earlier, but like Gary Vaynerchuk mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people hate him. I think they get into the whole like, oh my God, he's, he promotes like struggle pod and all of that. Like, that's not cool. And, you know, so toxic and all of that. But like, if you sift through all of that, like there's certain nuggets of gold that are just like so good like you mentioned 700 pieces of content right now and the first thing that i thought of was something that he said like maybe five years ago and it was just like um 
document don't create is like if you put the pressure on yourself to create something every single day you're going to be like what the hell am i going to make for 700 days in a row but if you're just doing what you do and you document what you're doing that's easy to make 700 things because and he's and you'll be shocked at how many people want to follow your journey as opposed to what you think is your art that you want to put out like i mean i might say this as a joke but like i really love this one dude on instagram like he's the uh, no fizzy drink mm. the guy and he's just been doing it for like 1200 days now or something and like at first i was just like that's so funny like who who's who's the no fizzy drink for me today guy and then the more i watched it, i was just like the guy has got it going on man like i mean he's literally doing the journey his journey is i'm not doing fizzy drinks anymore mm. and the rest of it is just him talking about his day and he it's the easiest thing in the world for him to put together he's got legions of fans count me among them <laughs> and and he's talking about how it's like he wasn't able to do like a get together in australia mm. somewhere because he thought he's worried about safety and i was just like oh my god that's amazing it's amazing that like you're worried about safety and so no but but like to, coming back to the mm. what you talked about mm. it's just like it is yeah so so guy venachak's like very cool that way i Perfect. also think he's a one of those crazy people who has some crazy dream he keeps the dream so high that even if you don't hit it you're still happy with where you ended up like he keeps talking about how he wants to buy the new york jets with and he needs like 4 billion dollars for that like so i guess that keeps him motivated that's like an artificial way mm-hmm. to keep yourself motivated which mm-hmm. i think is another really cool thing um <clears throat> Personally, I'm going to give you like a really bad answer. Um, There are no bad answers, but they are um, different. But yeah, like I, I, uh, I think the biggest change in my life over the uh, over the last few months and years has been um, I got married and I got a dog in like oh. fairly quick succession. Nice. And uh, yeah, and that's pretty pretty life changing. Like I mean, you have less time for you. It makes you optimize all your other things in the day, and it's. Are you talking about the dog stress. or your wife? Both, both, both. <laughs> Stress relief is amazing. Like the walking the dogs, like the greatest stress relief in the world, and uh, having someone to call you out on your BS like on a regular basis, like all day long. Like I mean, is also good for Absolutely. every human. Everyone you, everyone Absolutely. needs to be kept in check in some way or form. So like it flows downhill. Like from her to me, me to the dog. Like that's that's how it is. What like, what breed is he? Is uh, she's an Indy. She's an Indy. Awesome. Yeah. What's her name? uh chewy chewy it's like chewbacca and the relentless i need uh, chewy's photo yeah we are sure. going to bring up chewy on the Amazing. we are going to bring up Dance on the show I, uh, in a video i want to i want chewy's <laughs> photo guys and uh, oh. so how did you get married why did you get ma- so why did you huh? how uh, how i would uh, understand why, why did you get married why um i i think part of it was um just wanted to put the pandemic to good use you know like i mean you're there so she was so she was renting um uh, in where she was staying and on the side and then i just felt like a really bad boyfriend and i was like okay come on you must come and stay and all of that then she got a, so i got that opportunity that a lot of like i think guys in india like maybe it's changing a lot more now but like you don't get to live with your potential mm-hmm. partner mm-hmm. as a trial run before you kind of do it. i it was given to me via the nice. pandemic i was just nice. like yes, yes that's awesome so i discovered all the reasons why some of the married folks are just like it's to get a little bit of personal space like you know and some of the other people are, oh but it's nice to have someone there also like you know so you don't live in a pigsty and all of that so <laughs> i kind of saw both sides i realized that like oh she's actually really easy to hang out with like i mean like it's not like an encroachment on your personal space and 
Nice. Yeah, that sounded That's like pretty a good. pretty good reason. And after like, she stayed with you, she still decided to marry you. Yeah, shocking. <laughs> which is the most shocking thing of them all, right? Like, I mean, so... So the um, pigsty would be for you. I mean, I'm just saying the way I've the way I've rationalized that is like the bar must be really low outside of me also. Clearly, clearly. Um, oh, but yeah, like it's so 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 yeah. So I got the dog first. Hmm. Oh, you got, you, I, was, I was going to ask you yeah, because first. that that was the real sales pitch for the wife. Then it's just like oh, so you're not just marrying me; you're marrying me and the dog. Like that's what I'm happening. one of those people who will yeah. care for another. No, I don't know if that's okay. actually how it played out. But like, I mean, the the puppy came first, and like yeah. So we kind of like brought the dog up together and all this other that fun stuff. And at this point, she's so like, yeah. All this is pandemic. All the pandemic. So like 20, 21 through to 22, 23 is pretty much just dog engagement, wedding, settle into some kind of like, we still have all sorts of stuff. Like the house is like a warehouse and all of that. Like maybe that's normal. I don't know. That's normal. But yeah. Okay. Um, and but yeah, it's been fun stuff. Like I think it's really nice to kind of like move a whole bunch of things forward, like work's kind of moving forward. I didn't really see myself like going from like whatever it was that people would describe about me before to like this version of Settle. Like I was telling you earlier, like I just signed up for the gym for the first time in my life and like I still haven't gone. But it's like, but it, but you were talking about like discipline and you got to start and all of that. And then I guess that's how it is. Yeah, you, you just got to start somewhere. You have to yeah. just start. So Ankur... Come all on. the way. All, all right. Way. So he had to, uh, everyone who came to the thing had to have two words to describe themselves. Okay. His was disciplined and curious. Okay. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Right? What okay, were yours? So, uh, one was, uh, what did I write? I had written curious and I'd written one more thing. I forgot what I'd written. Did you judge people based on the two words that they have on your shirt? No. Uh, funny enough, the only person <laughs> whose words I read was this guy. Was this? And there's another guy on my table who had written love. And zero one, and I'm like, one sec, did love win? He's like, no, no, love is separate. And zero to one, he's like, I love the zero to one journey. Oh, nice. I oh, just thought oh, love zero, him one. Oh. That's a, that's a. I'm like, one sec, did we just break up? Like amazing. He's like, no, no, no. It's like love is separate. I love what I do. Why? And uh, the second one was uh, the zero to one, which is I love amazing. the zero to one journey. Right. Okay. My weird question, and I've not asked this before. What has your marriage taught you that you use in business? Ooh. I don't know about use well, but like use, um, it's, I think sometimes, okay, okay, okay. This is a really good one. Hmm. Um, sometimes people don't want to hear you talk or like they don't want to hear your input or your unfiltered advice on things. They just need you to shut up and listen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like the best thing you can do is just sit there and be like, mm -hmm. correct, <laughs> you know, and like, right. And like, just soak it all in because that's what they need from you and it's not about you and it's not about they're not talking to you because they want to hear your nonsense like or your gyan or your two pesa or whatever it is like they're just talking to you because just want to get it out of your system and as someone who gets his bits out of the system all the time and she's such an excellent listener i feel like you know i've i've started becoming a little bit better, little better at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. so one of the uh best pieces of advice i've gotten mm. was if somebody is downloading on you or sharing something that they're going through understand do they want comfort mm. or do they want a solution yeah exactly 99% right. so well of the said. time that's so well said i wish i'd heard this like years ago what do you, why wouldn't you say comfort this comfort solution yeah 99% of the time is just comfort it's just comfort there is no solution required you don't need to give, you don't need to give inputs yeah. you just want to hear it out and this applies at work as well right yeah. so many times you know you'll see teammates are frustrated mm. and I, I i by the way i'm still very very guilty of if somebody shares a problem 
I will like my solution, especially You're at going work. Going to solution mode. I'm right? a solution like, mode. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh no, one sec, you can do this, this, this. Like, slowly, I'm starting to understand. You know what? Let them just get it out. Yeah. Many a times, so I've done this a few times. Just let them get it out because my head is saying, oh, this is the way out. This is what I have to tell them. I'm like, you know, what? let me just hold it. They will figure it out themselves. Yeah. Like they will go through the whole thing. They're like, you know, but I know I need to do this, this, this. Yeah. Which is exactly what I've told them. And I now I'm slowly and steadily going to just allow people to just unload fully yeah. and then ask them like, hey, do you need help with this? Or did you just want to share <laughs> like the whole comfort <laughs> or you know, yeah. the comfort or solution? Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, I think Nagin is doing something brilliant. And uh, as it's becoming a household name, what is the biggest challenge that you guys face? Just awareness, I guess. Just at the end of the day, just awareness and trials. Just like um, as a food product, I mm. think it's safe to say that like what this is like a try and buy country. I think more people once they try it, I know that they will like it. Or at least more often than not, people will really like it. And then, so so for me, the main metric, like I think you asked a metric question earlier, and it was the same answer for now. Also, come to think of it, I never answered that one. <laughs> um, but but for that that time, the answer was just website visits. It's just like if you if so many website visits lead to so many sales, then maybe the answer is not conversion rate optimization content on advertising maybe the answer is just like volume of people and then like obviously type of person and in this case yeah if i could just get like more people to know about the about the brand then more people will eventually try it when they come mm. across it mm. and then it and very much like not this is not an india thing this is just like a classic sales thing it's just like that dikha to bika is just so real like if you're not there you're out of the okay. out of the the Side gravity of mind, or yeah. whatever like absolutely absolutely there's so many times like i'll just buy what i buy and then as soon as i see the other thing i'm just like, oh ah, my god sure i wish god. i'd gotten that but but it wasn't there at the time that i was trying to figure okay. it out so your challenge is to figure out distribution online and offline all the time and then you have to somehow like sort of make trials possible increase awareness try and get more demand and all of, but a lot of it just comes from there's no better marketing i think than mm. like word of mouth mm. like i don't know why but there's nothing that anyone can tell you that will change okay fine maybe there's a whole lot of people that put a lot of stock in influencers but the biggest influencers for me and i think for most people if they really introspect is the folks that they hang out with like and and if you guys love the sauce and then y'all tell the friends that you know your friends or whatever that probably carries more weight than like some influencer saying something because the feeling is always of not necessarily one hundred percent authentic authenticity. Yeah. So my next question was, have you used influencer marketing? <laughs> But yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I would say like the biggest influencers for us are people, hmm. and 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 I know this can sound a little cheesy and corny and all of that, like but. I think a little bit of this is like your brand is also not just it's not just Equinox it's you and it's not just you but it's how you are it's how you behave and it's how you behave all the time what your way of be, like being is and it's not how you look right it's not like your brand is sexy if you dress up well or something like it's just are you a rascal to work with or not like you know like that also <laughs> is part of your brand like so you if you're not a you know not a turd you know and and if you do right by people in general i think that's a better way to build your brand than oh i'm going to look like you know the cat's whiskers or whatever is the right analogy for that <laughs> like whatever it is like but yeah. but yeah like the the influencers can be of all kinds hmm. um i'll quote arindam on this cuz i think i think he nailed this one so i was talking to him about um influencer marketing and he and arindam paul uh, for whoever hmm. does know is like uh working at atomberg and they do fans 
um and i was just like who the hell is a fan influencer that's like are you talking about fans who can be influencer he's like no 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 fan influencer and i was just like oh, okay let's hear this like um is this the first not smart thing i'm ever going to hear from random and i was shockingly wrong it might have been the smartest thing ever um and he was just like no like the biggest influencer for me is the energy efficiency rating departments and their analysis on how much money you can save by having my energy efficient fans is influencer does not mean this visual of a creator or a blogger or influencer and all and what i loved about his definition is like he went back to like the actual definition of what the real word really means is an influencer is someone who influences That's and the biggest influencer to a decision on how to on whether to buy 1000 of these fans would be the the guy that creates the report that says hey like you know yes you will save a, a ton of money in like you know electricity and i was just like that is maybe among the smartest things i've ever heard so who are our influencers might just be very different from the traditional folks you yeah. might think and i think this would apply to everybody absolutely yeah, yeah. so figuring out who is your end customer is important mm-hmm. but figuring out who is influencing the mind yeah is even i think as important as knowing who is the end user because sometimes they like can our business yeah it's like we work with a lot of corporates mm-hmm. so it's not the ceo who decides what to do yeah it would be a quality head or it would yeah. be a facility manager it could be in a food company it would be a quality manager mm-hmm. so that's our influencer he's not writing the check it's not coming out from his pocket it's coming out from the company yeah but if that person is convinced one what they need to do uh many a times they don't have the full picture yeah just because fssa and many of the regulations are not crystal clear yeah yeah so our job is to educate them yeah and then we actually stop so as a process we never sell so one of the if i have to ever give one piece of advice mm. to my sales team ever is do not sell solve mm. and this is a philosophy we follow like we will solve your problem if your problem we'll solve your problem we'll educate you as much as you can i don't think any equinox sales person would say do you want a proposal we will educate you now after mm. which you will say hey can i get can this I get can i you know can, can you help me with this can, yes of course we will we trained everyone that do not push because if they want they will ask you yeah be helpful be around educate as much as you can look out for them and then look out for them means what the other day i was seeing i was in my sales department and this guy is on uh, india mart and he's looking at some bottles it's like where is he and bottles for he's like no no a customer of mine was saying she was having tr- you know trouble finding a vendor i'm finding mm. for that yeah now many people yeah, say that's yeah. not your job yeah i'm like exact that is that your is, job is you exact. help her you yeah. help her find this thing because when she has to do what she needs to do with, with us she'll come yeah. back to you because she's not so grateful and this uh, when this was happening reminded me of my childhood mm. there was this one place that we used to buy all our electronics from this is before the vijay sales yeah, yeah maybe yeah. the vijay sales there also but we still buy from this one shop this one yeah. uncle and that uncle used to do everything for us right from car repair he's selling electronics yeah. but my car breaks down if i'm telling him are a car guy are one sec i'll find you this guy yeah. second my insurance guy i have a person who does insurance for mm-hmm. us when my grandma passed away he reached our house before any of the other relatives he is the one who released the obituary he is the one who arranged for the hearse he is the one who the middle this is the and he has nothing to he's not, by the way he's not in covered her policy or anything yeah 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 he's our guy but just the fact yeah. he found out he came before everyone else he was there he stayed till then anything in our personal life that's going on he's very well aware of it yeah. all our travel everything is aware of it Now, if i have to buy insurance who am i going to that's one that's guy. guy everyone yeah. else has tried coming to us yeah 
Or I say, say all the big guys. No, sorry, this is the guy. Yeah. Because he's so helpful over and above and beyond. He helped me find a maid. That's amazing. That is insane. That is <laughs> there amazing. is so much, so much value in yeah. that for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the thing. Like, and he will always. He'll call. He'll never talk about policies. He'll never talk about anything. Yeah, if you he, wanted to talk about it, you would have called him and talked about it. Absolutely. When I need to do something, yeah, I will yeah, tell yeah. him. Like he's my go-to guy. But he'll call mm. and say, "Hey, I met this person. You know, I think you can do business with them. I've given you. I don't know. I've told him about Equinox. I've told him about this." He's selling for us, and no commission. Not yeah, like we have yeah, a referral yeah. program. It's no, no. He's not on that. He's, like, I've told him. Any grand? Yeah. No, no. What referral program? You keep it. It's okay. But it's being so helpful, like out of the way, going out of the way. When I need something and it's in his domain, there is no way in hell I'm going anywhere else, even if it means it's more expensive. But being able to build that as culture across yeah. a company was very hard. But today, if you talk to ten. food founders yeah and even if they are not a client if you ask say hey who should i go to let's have start you're yeah. starting something new and you ask somebody hey 9 or 10 recommend us yeah not because we are the best testing lab about which you very well might be maybe may not even yeah. be it is just the fact that we helped you and everything that you need gets done i think that you can't ask for more from people and like um i'll just add a little bit since you don't do a lot of personal self promotion i'll do it a little bit for you is just like you know like the content marketing you guys do in general is phenomenal like i mean um so let's just say like a lot of the technical specifications on food testing is not the sexiest thing you want to read on a day to day basis but it's not that you don't want the knowledge it's just how many times do you go about trying to educate yourself on like all sorts of regulations and like you said sometimes then a little fuzzy on like you know what correct. is most recent what is correct mm-hmm. and it's just amazing to have a place where you can like not do any effort it just makes its way to you and you can rely on its accuracy and all is please like thumbs up to whoever's Thank doing you. the content marketing on Thank your you. end and yeah these like guys. and yeah <laughs> right and, here and, these and, guys and, are doing the content marketing yeah you so. guys are amazing um, <laughs> and, and and no and also just like in general like i mean um you guys are available you guys are i think available man there's this one sports commentator keeps saying this and used to drive me insane hmm. but like the best ability is availability like actually is like you can't be the best player but if you're injured who cares so uh, but the folks pick up the phone they, they get the job done they give you whatever you need it's like correctly priced like everything happens like clockwork and it's just like what more can you really want right like so i think when you solve the problems not the problem um I think I think it makes a hell of a lot of difference. So, I liked how you put, yeah. how you how you placed that. But I don't know without a video that would make no sense. So yeah. <laughs> no, this will go as a shot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, when we uh, turned eighteenth, eighteen uh, years in August, right? What? Uh, yeah, we turned eighteen years amazing. in August. Amazing. You can vote now. Huh? As a company. Amazing, yes. <laughs> amazing. Uh, so when we had turned eleven, okay, uh, we had done a survey across all our customers. First, I mean, I sent a letter saying a thank, a email saying uh, thank you for you know being a part of the journey. Da da da. and i'd ask two questions at the end the first question was why do you do testing right and this is true fn corporates yeah. and fnb both because we have two verticals the answer that i got was so surprising i thought it would be fsa compliance blah because blah because i have to <laughs> is what the answer is expecting <laughs> protect brand yeah protect people mm. compliance top notch and i was like Top it, notch. It, it blew my mind. Yeah. Honestly, blew my mind. Yeah. I was thinking FSSI or compliance yeah, first, yeah, yeah. then something, then something, then something. Brand people, and then this thing. The funny thing was brand care. Brand people, care people. Yeah, that was, was shocking, right? Say. That was the first insight. The second yeah. insight, I asked him why. Okay, now that we understand why you're doing testing, yeah. uh, why do you work with Equinox? 
So I thought it will be Pan India presence. Oh, you have the latest equipment and da da da. On time, whatever. Fast, friendly, flexible. Yeah, there you go. And I was like, what? The three Fs. The three Fs. And yeah. I, I was like, wait, think on what is flexible. One second. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, are we like, what are we doing? They're like, boss, you will educate us. You will, if we, you know, your guy is at our door and we say, hey, today our batch is not ready. No crib, no cry. The guy will say, ma'am, kab hoga? Mm. Sir, kab hoga? Kal? Okay, we'll come back tomorrow. Yeah. We call your guys at 11.30 at night. Hey, tomorrow we have some, you know, we have to submit something. Can you please resend the old report? I don't have it. Mm. At 11.30 at night, your sales guy or anyone in the company mm. will open up that email, will find that report, go into the system, find that, send. You know, he's like, that's the kind of, because I spoke to a few people yeah. because yeah, when I got yeah. this, I was shocked. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, what, what, is, what is friendly? What is flexible? Mean, yeah. right? Fast, okay, I understand. Right? They're like, oh, you know, your proposals come in 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, isn't that what it should Normal? be? Yeah. They're like, no. People yeah. take four, four days, five, five days. I'm yeah. like, send a proposal? Yeah, absolutely. What? They're like, yeah, people take five, five days. Your proposals come in 10 minutes. Now, that was like, I, I was, yeah. I wasn't expecting. I mean, I know we do 10 minutes. I just mm. didn't know that wasn't the norm. For me, it was always like, hey, if somebody asks, hey, how much is it? I'm like, mm. here, it should yeah. be not in 10 minutes. In me, it should be like one minute. Like, why? What is different? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put a number in front, multiply, discount. If there's a volume yeah, right. here, discount, I mean, it's yeah, as, as yeah, simple yeah. as that. But five days is ridiculous. So that was an interesting insight. So uh, Kunal Shah talks about this concept called Delta 4. Okay. Have you heard of this thing? Not okay. so much. So Delta 4 ka theory is uh, if you have a service and there is an alternate. For example, let's take Uber and cabs. Mm -hmm. What is the convenience factor of booking a taxi, mm. a Kali Pili versus booking an Uber? Yeah. So... You do a survey, the typical answer for booking a Kali Pili is maybe three, four on a scale yeah, of 10. Yeah, yeah. Booking an Uber is about eight or nine. Yeah. Booking. Yeah. That as long as the difference between your alternative and you is four or more, mm. even if you screw up, even if you're more expensive, even if you're whatever, people will still take you. Now, Uber okay. Olas, yeah. they cancel on you. Yeah. Do you still use Uber? Yeah. Even if they cancel on you, yeah. even one in three collides or one yeah. whatever rides they yeah, cancel, yeah, yeah. you still Absolutely. take them in spite of the inconvenience because the other, the delta is so high. Yeah. So this is one of Kunacha theory. So I heard this theory and I was like, one sec, let me, That's, let's find out where we are. I thought, yeah, yeah maybe we are delta one, delta two. So we did a survey. I think about 1,000, 1,500 customers. Like we can't pull all, like we have 75,000, mm -hmm. we can't pull all. 1,000, 1,500 customers ko survey gaya. We got the response back. We were 4.5. And I was shocked. Awesome. I was that's amazing. That's no. So we then analyzed why, because it's all. See, one is oh, we patted ourselves on our back, okay, but we need to continue delivering that. So that we went deeper in the why, and now those metrics of what is important to a customer is very different than what we thought was important. We thought, oh, you need an accurate report, you need it on time as yeah. a laboratory. Yeah. That's yeah. the two accurate yeah. on time. There is so much more that customers love and appreciate content. Mm. People are worried about us. People have, like, somebody was sharing this. Uh, our sales guy had called up some a client. And the client said, hey, I'm so sorry, I'm in the hospital. I'll call you later. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm in the hospital with my mother. I'll call you later. And he hung up. Mm. Next day, the guy called, a salesperson called. Customer didn't pick up. So we don't, obviously, then obviously mm. person. So a week later, a salesperson called. Customer picked up. Our sales guy actually asked before anything, hey, how's your how's mom doing? doing yeah. And this guy, he actually wrote an email to me. Mm. Saying, I'm not even your client. I'm not even your client yet. Mm. But this showed me a difference between your... Everyone else is like, sir, I've sent you a proposal or how much you want. Yeah, yeah. Like nobody yeah, gives yeah. a shit about your personal life. But when people genuinely care, and by the way, this is not a fake thing. This is yeah. like 
that's the kind of people we hire you should genuinely care if i know something mm-hmm. happened to your arm next time i meet you i'll be like yeah, how's your arm yeah, doing how's yeah. your leg doing you know how's your dog doing how's your life doing yeah. if i know something yeah. went off something that's a normal thing you check in yeah so the secret sauce there was just treat customers or potentials as friends yeah. if your friend tells you hey mom is not well you'll yeah. next time check her how's your mom absolutely now that small little change has completely changed how customers look at us they don't look at us as a vendor mm. they literally look at us as a friend which is very difficult to pull off right today when i look at nagin mm. i don't look at it as a company that makes sauces i look at it as a company that changes my experience of eating food which i think is so different than you being a product yeah. versus you delivering an experience what are your thoughts on on this um i think like in okay so like little not so technical but like i think sauce is just the mechanism through which what you're trying to mm. do and what we're mm. really trying to sell is what like versatility convenience and quality taste like you know instant like so the idea is can you instantly give your food an upgrade and if it meets that criteria it should be something we can do um and and hopefully that means every type of product that meets that criteria so um yeah i'd like to believe that that is the direction that we're going in nice. um i hope more people feel that way but like yeah and if not like maybe we just earn the right over the next 5 10 years to kind of do exactly that or get that sort of feeling in but yeah absolutely so i'm very curious about your culture at nagin mm. give me one insight into your culture that you think is different that something you do at nagin that is different that many other people may not be doing oh i don't know what many people aren't doing what but i think is unique um i think one thing that's there is like everyone who's who comes to nagin is a particular type of person because you have to be a particular type of person to be able to fend off your parents who are asking where you you know beta kahan pe kaam kar raha hai and all nagin pe and they'll be like what are you doing right like i mean so you have to be a particular type of person to be like okay cool like i am not going to just follow the norm like i mean i say this jokingly um but also sort of not but like if you love i don't know manchester united vanilla ice cream beyonce and ketchup hmm. chances are you have pretty set views on what everyone loves you kind of love the same thing and if you have slight differences in what it is that you love no matter how weird or ridiculous that they might be it it says something about you like you've got an edge like you're happy to be a little bit different and like i think those values really translate well to folks here um because what we're trying to do is something a little different it's like you know so i think when people already have that one kida in them and it can be any kind it doesn't have to be important big deal fun or whatever um but culture wise i think one thing that like everyone is really uh slowly getting to that point of is you know that and i don't mean this in like a negative depressing way but like you're just not happy with something or done cool okay what's next right like what's next like what's next like i think that's slowly creeping into the way we're doing things and that's super exciting for mm-hmm. me also because there was a tendency earlier once upon a time to just be like anything happens it's just like yes right like i mean and you still do that because you're supposed to enjoy like some of, of the course. moments along the way yeah. but like this feeling of like oh i've already done something like, you've just hit that one thing on the long journey right like it's not like you've ever really gotten i think the whole point of a business is that you don't ever get there like the second you get there you just move the goal post again so for us i think we're slowly getting into that mindset mm-hmm. as a group across departments mm-hmm. also it's just mm-hmm. like oh cool i did it but like okay cool like oh, what else 
am I going to be expected to figure out? And um, we briefly touched on this, I think, a little mm-hmm. earlier. And um, I think a lot of this comes from like people wanting to move up a level also. And then you kind of say, okay, but if you can't do the same thing every day and then say, oh, but I want to move up a level. Like you got to move up a level in your own way. So they're, so they're trying to figure out what that could be themselves. And when you stop telling people, oh, this is what you need. And then they start doing it themselves because they frankly have a better understanding of their own job than you do. You have a better understanding of what its place is in your whole business, Mm -hmm. but they have a better understanding of the job itself. And when they start innovating and improving stuff themselves is when the magic really happens, I think. So that that, that is so well put. I really love how you kind of, you know, close that up. Uh, When you hire somebody, Mm -hmm. what is a trait that you look for? Uh, Apart from having one weird aspect to them, um, I think it's uh I think it's just a little bit of honesty and accountability like if I because we're we're going to spend 8 hours 10 hours a day around each other or theoretically you're at work and you want to work with people that you can rely on um there's nothing more frustrating than following up with people 18000 times and them still acting like they were unaware that it was their job to do it right you know and and, and we've kind of been through that it's just mm. People who just take something on, hmm. I don't care if you get it wrong, right? Like, I mean, we're going to get a million things wrong. That's, I mean, that's just part of, if the second you choose to do something, you're going to get something wrong at some point. The problem is people who don't start or the people who don't take any accountability. Hmm. So I'm just like, take it on, mess it up. It's cool. It's not a problem. But if you're going to get defensive or you're going to shirk responsibility, then maybe this is not the place for you, right? Like there may be a billion other places, but I know we're going to war about things that do not need to be, you know, getting into fights about. Um, I'll give you a random example, and sorry to deviate no, away, no, no, but no, like no, this yeah. is really fun. So my, yeah. uh, a friend of mine, a Nepali friend of mine from college, like he was saying, um, so <laughs> he was trying to say his dad was giving him advice on like how to pick a girl, right? And 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 one of the things that he told him is like, uh, uh, you need them to be more fun than pretty hmm. because that needs to be the number one thing. Uh, a second one that he said is that you need to go on like more than two one week long trips together because that's when you really see how a person yes. is like when you miss the flight or like, you know, when you reach the hotel room, but the flash doesn't work. Like, are they, is he going to yell at this person? Is he going to whatever this person? So like you have to do a little dance. Mm-hmm. Um, but the third one's my favorite. And he said, this is the weirdest one of them all. He's like, temperature compatibility and I said what does that even mean is like <laughs> if you, if one of y'all needs the AC at 18 and the other person needs it at 24 you're gonna end up fighting about things that you don't need to fight about and I was just like <laughs> this man is ridiculous but like there's something to be said for the concept here it's True. just like if you're gonna fight about things I think there are a million things to fight about and they're gonna come up from you from me from whatever but the point is we're moving in a healthy direction but if we're gonna start fighting about stuff that has no place in this then we're really going to have problems. So I think the idea is as long as we're on the same page about the things that matter, mm. and that is you got to get your bit done, I got to make my bit done. There's no ego about, oh, but I sent you an email. So follow up mm. if you didn't, you know, like whatever. Like, And I'll do the same. I'll be shameless about it. You can be too. Like that's the relationship. So Love it. I think the idea is just like, yeah, take accountability and Love it. just keep pushing forward. Yeah. So my last question to you is what advice would you give your unborn child uh oh no pressure um no just 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 try stuff i guess like okay. and and because you don't know what you're going to love until you try it mm. you're not going to um 
and you're not going to know what the problems are mm. until you get into mm. it and frankly i never saw entrepreneurship coming like mm. you know for all through college all through whatever i was just like oh yeah mnc kaam karo like become a manager do your own thing or whatever and it just sort of shows up and mm. cool now you got to figure this out i never thought i'd get out of the service business now we're doing products like great this is exciting every time but i think the idea is just keep an open mind and try it if you hate it you hate it no problem if you suck at it it's cool like you can choose to either quit it or you can keep getting better at it but do it you know and and give it a right good go and then you know see where the chips fall like after that so uh, i i know i said it's the last question but now this is going to be a sub question to that question with a sure. twist i've i read somewhere that you know you should try and be a version of a person that the do- your dog thinks you are what is it that you think your dog thinks you are but you're not <laughs> or you should uh, get there what cool probably <laughs> yeah no i mean i'm definitely uh fun with her like we can like chase each other around the house and stuff it's fun like i mean it's uh it's not the most high tech entertainment in the world but it's like extremely therapeutic i can assure you um no but i think like what they want from you is the same thing you want in people is just reliability and 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 appreciation and affection and uh sometimes it goes too far it's just like calm down i can't give 24 hours of attention is just too much you know but like i think at the core of it is just they want to know that there's consistency mm. in what you put out mm. emotionally and in action mm. um and i think when you get that from other people i think you deem them the more reliable people in your life so perfect and that actually sounded like i know what i'm talking about like you know so <laughs> i think I, you I do know what you're talking about i hope you keep that part in this <laughs> of course you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's said that too many cooks so much spoil the broth yeah right how do you handle that at nagin um great question i think um a lot of the time we look for consensus i think everyone makes their case if you're unprepared you your case is like given less weight i suppose but like the idea is if everyone makes their case and uh you try and look for consensus where you don't get it eventually someone's going to put their hand up and be like trust me i know it i can feel it like i just trust me on this and then whenever that moment comes up is when you definitely go with that person's suggestion because i think you need to have that faith in your in your team or your co-founders or whatever where it's just like sometimes there's like these invisible threads and you know you you see it when you see it and it's hard to explain to anyone on the other side that like man i just know this like you got to trust me and all you've got in your arsenal is to just say man trust me and when you hear that it's just like okay cool because if you're going to bomb it like you know that you asked for it and if you kill it we know that you made it happen like you know and and the second someone's willing to put their hand up and be like yeah this is on me now but like trust me i think i got this like you got to go with it and like i think we look for volunteers all the time if we can't get consensus love it the other day i was reading up on um, you know i think it was around highly effective executives the the book was around mm-hmm. and uh, i i don't remember the name of the company but uh, the chairman of the company would never take a decision if there was at least one person who did not agree with it so he's having a meeting mm-hmm. 20 people in the meeting 10 people in the meeting all of them say yes the first time yeah he will say okay guys we will reconvene back yeah let's i w- i want to hear the other side yeah absolutely which is a different perspective which is like hey if everybody's agreed just the first time around yeah we've not thought it through mm. right i want to hear some amount of opposition because mm. that way we'll think it through because yeah. we have a point of view that's opposing to mine 
let me address that because if if it's opposing now it means also it's a potential roadblock in the future in the future yeah and so let's address it now so i think i i felt oh, that that was so well said so well said that's yeah, excellent you know, very, you know, thought through thing and i was like one sec we always like if all of us agree we normally say oh let's do this yeah we never you, know, you need like, the critic you need the or critic. at least someone to play the part of a critic even when they're not like you know and just so being the devil's advocate yeah, now yeah, yeah. uh few days ago i ran a meeting was uh, at the high level and we all agreed then and nobody was opposing it i'm like one sec even though it's my idea i'm going to oppose it yeah what happens if this happens what happens yeah. if that happens and we came we finally went ahead with it but the plan was so much more robust yeah absolutely because now we thought like okay if this doesn't work what is the contingency you know to make this work when we created this we thought of all the things that could go wrong we created contingencies we actually modified it a little bit because that's a realistic contingency that you have to plan for yeah yeah and i am so sure what we are going to launch is going to become a 100% success because we've thought through everything that could possibly go wrong yeah. which normally we don't right so this book kind of reminded me that so, so you know the more people are on the same page the more you realize that that's not a good thing like that diversity is really important like you need someone to feel differently and then you actually get a more rounded answer in the end like that's so spot on like i've experienced that all the time yeah yeah, yeah. thank you so much for taking out time yaar uh, i've 